And welcome to another episode of the Breaking In Podcast with our girl Chappelle and Gary Clyden. All right. This is the Breaking In Podcast where we deconstruct a feature film it's making from the beginning to end. Yeah, yeah. Let's take it away, man. So what's happened this past week? This past week, you know, I feel like I'm saying the same thing every week. Like every week I send out query letters and then I get responses back. And then I have like these little things that I do every week, like the editing of the next trailer, blah, blah, blah. So this week is just more of the same. Sent out query letters, got some responses. Again, big time film management companies or whatever. And, uh, and yeah, just responding to them and sending them the script and all that. And we'll see what happens. Okay, how many times has this, has this happened where somebody's gotten back to you and you actually sent them materials? Uh, so I've sent out the script to approximately maybe five individuals to date. Right, and one of them has kind of been the biggest uh, bite. Have you gotten a bite? My measurement for success is whether or not they respond to me. Okay. So to me, that's a bite. Okay. Now, have, have I gotten anyone saying that I want to represent you or I want to finance the film? No, not yet. In the meantime, so while you're trying to get somebody to finance the film, you're concurrently working on the trailer, okay? The next trailer. What's the objective of doing yet another trailer? The only objective to pretty much everything I'm doing in terms of releasing photos or, or not another trailer is just to keep the, the, the project alive, keep the word out there, keep producing content it's all about producing content and letting the content spread the word for me got it got it and then somebody eventually maybe even not the people that you've actually sent out queries to right may come around and say listen Arvel, i know you haven't spoken to us but i want in or i'm right. more interested in what you're doing yeah yeah that's what i'm saying it's that other piece of the puzzle that needs to be that needs to land right yeah which is a studio or somebody saying we're backing you. Right. And I feel like it'll happen because, again, this is not my first time uh, sending out query letters. But I will say that this is the, the, the first time I've get, gotten the responses back. Usually they don't respond to you. Got it. So, like I said, I don't know if I said this in this podcast, but I've said it to a number of people. This would be equivalent. Sending out a query letter is equivalent to going to a company, Google or Microsoft and saying, look, I got an idea for a new software you can run and sending it to, you know, info at Microsoft.com mm -hmm. and getting a response back. So those are kind of the odds that we're facing and I'm getting responses back. So I know that the idea is strong. I know that the, uh, the people who I send queries to, they look at the trailer. I know they think the trailer is strong. So I, I think it's just a matter of time. Hey, what about actually getting an agent? Have you thought about that? I've sent it to some agents. I haven't gotten any responses back from agents yet. I have gotten responses back from two managers so far. And one manager passed on it. Uh, another, actually two managers passed on it. They're what's the, what's the difference between a manager and an agent? The, the manager and agent are similar in that they represent an artist mm -hmm. and they go out and help the artist get their stuff done. The difference is agents are licensed by the state. They take... 10% of your money managers, they're not licensed by the state and they take, they can take a, usually they take around 20% of the money, but okay. they can also serve as a producer on the film. 
okay. agents can't be producers. Okay, perfect. So you, you've reached out to, to agents and managers. Right. Okay. Not so many agents, though. Only maybe one or two agents are on my mailing list, and they've not, they didn't even open my email that I know of. Okay. But the managers have responded to it. And the last episode, we talked about nothing getting done the other week. Yeah. That was not as soon as we left this uh, studio and I thought about it, a lot of stuff actually got done. Because what happened last week is I got a note from a manager and me and this manager actually hit it off. And he had, he's at a very big company and we hit it off. And uh, I actually asked him, you know, why it was he didn't want to represent the project. And because I just want to use that as feedback, I, it was interesting to me. And what he said was, I, Arvell, I like the project. I like what you're trying to do with the film. Like, I get it. I get everything you're trying to get. I read the script. And he's like, I didn't fall in love with the script, but I can I see why you're trying to make it. And it definitely has a lot of hooks in it. And ultimately, he said he didn't see from reading the script how he could manage my career moving forward. And so... I didn't get offended by his response. Again, like my whole thing in dealing with him and him responding to me was one of excitement because this is someone at the top of the film industry and he's taking me and my project seriously. So for me, that's a win. But what he said was, I, I, I don't see how I can market you or your work in the future mm. past this one film mm. is what his comments were. And so that really got me thinking about how I and branding myself and marketing myself as a filmmaker. Mm, mm. And that's the work I did last week was mainly in that vein. So I redid my website, blah, blah, blah. And I, I finally got over the fear of saying what type of filmmaker I am and the type of movies I want to make. Yeah, I saw that actually when you actually posted the new website and your tagline. What's the tagline for everybody to know? So the tagline is I make authentic science films and so that's my tagline now and the reason why i say that is because i always ran from that because obviously my aerospace engineering background i didn't want people to think that i made science fiction films only so i got away from saying that but one thing that is a theme throughout all of my projects regardless of genre regardless of what the story or the plot is is that because i spent majority of my life studying science, doing engineering, you know, putting stuff in the space, blah, 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 in college, learning physics and all that stuff. I just think about the world as a scientist views the world. You know, some of my heroes are physicists. Like, I mean, you've talked about Richard Feynman and all these people. Th those are the, my heroes and those are people I read their stuff and look up to. So I see the world as a scientist sees the world and know a little bit of science too. So regardless of the story that I'm telling, science always plays a big role into it. You know, even my Obama film, you would never think would have a science bend to it. I'm making a documentary about Sarah Obama in Kenya. But even that's uh, uh, the science in that film is celebrated because she uh, developed a new way to farm. Mm -hmm. And that plays a big role in that film. You would never think that yeah. film had anything yeah. to do with science. Yeah. And even this yeah. film, it's about aviation and flight, but there's a lot of scenes in there where we talk about Bernoulli and we're talking about flight equations and pressure and volume and all that stuff, ideal gas laws, blah, 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 that a normal writer wouldn't highlight that type of stuff because they may, it may not be as precious to them as it is for me. So in every film that I do, science always plays a major role. Oh, got it. That's beautiful. Okay, so 
continue. I think you did. You wrap up with the manager talking about. Or you, oh, you, so got the, the, you got the feedback from the manager. I got yeah? the feedback from the manager, so I knew that I needed to communicate that better mm-hmm. in, in, uh, in, in my correspondence with managers in particular because they're not necessarily looking to, to sign me for one film. They're looking to represent me for an entire career. So it's a years and years long, long, yeah, yeah. long relationship. So they're looking for, for, for this project but past that. So make a long story short, I sent out 60 plus query letters last week via email. I got some more, I think I got three or four responses back. Uh, two from a production company and one from another manager at another uh, agency that's in the top two or three of management companies in Hollywood. So this time though, I made a point to try to give her an idea of who I am as a filmmaker past just this one film. Mm-hmm. And the way that I did that was I included some information about more information about myself without it becoming too long. And then I said, you know, this is the movie that I want to make right now, but I also make, you know, other types of films. And here's another script that I think is, is one of my best, is the best script I ever wrote. It's not the one I want to make first for all these reasons, but I want you to see this so you can get an idea who I am as a filmmaker. So that's that's what I did differently this time. So we'll see. That's what on happens. that's on the initial email that you send out. No, this no, is that's after the they third, respond to you. Yeah, okay. this is probably the third email. The initial email was exactly the same as when I sent out. Super to brief. Man. Super yeah. brief. Yeah, basically it said, you know, uh, I want to introduce this film to you. Here's a link to the trailer. Yeah, uh, let me know if it's something that interests you. Basically, is the format of the email. Perfect. Yeah. So. Okay, so there was stuff accomplished last week. Yeah. Yeah, because that's huge right there. Now you go to my website, you figure out who I am as a filmmaker in like three seconds. What are the plans for next week? Plans for next week? The trailer has to get done, um, at least a rough cut. Once you have the rough cut, are you going to release it to the public? No. I'm at a weird place again because I don't really know what else I need to be doing. It's like, it's it's a, I, I hate to be in this position because you do all the work, you get it ready, but then you need... You need distribution, Arvel. Well, not distribution. I need, I need a champion. I need someone with more resources than I have to champion the project to get it to the next level in terms of resources to make it funds, yeah, yeah, all that yeah. kind of stuff. And I know, to, I know we'll get there. It's just uh, what do you do in the meantime? That's right. That's so, right. no, yeah. getting, over, getting over the hump. It's getting over the hump. Where Seth Godin puts it, the dip. Yeah. You're in the dip, man. You gotta just keep grinding. Keep grinding. It only takes one person. It only takes one person. So I'm gonna keep grinding, but I'm I'm running I'm getting to the point now where I can pr- keep producing all this content mm-hmm. and I'll continue to do that. But I'm start running out of stuff to uh to do, I feel yeah. like. Or or I shouldn't say run out of stuff to do, but I need to become more creative in how I plan to reach out. So maybe that's an action for next week. Okay. Maybe the action is to identify new ways to reach a different audience to, to eventually get to the, to the person I need to get to, wherever they may be. I see. Uh, you need to hire somebody for <laughs> to do the social media stuff. No, it's crazy. But listen, it all goes back to why we're doing all of this is you have to kind of be unconventional. You have to be unconventional and, and it's a new world, right? And you just can't stick around hoping to be picked. And you're not. 
you're doing something about it, you know, and whatever you have, just try different things, new avenues, experiment, see what works. Again, it's just going back to the drawing board, seeing what what has been successful so far and what hasn't and trying to strategize new ways to get the word out. So that's pretty much where I'm at. I'm feeling like right now that I need to try something different. Mm. That I need to try something new. Yeah. So I'm I'm happy with the success that's happened to thus far. It's been good and it's been eye opening. It's been a learning experience. But how to evolve and to grow that even more is probably the next step. When I'm the, the, making the website and doing all the stuff we're doing now has helped tremendously because I think actually I know that the managers and production companies and people who are responding now are being influenced by the web presence. Mm-hmm. So I know that that has, has paid off, but now I need to, to, to expand that, to build the audience, yeah. to, to, just to have greater numbers. Yeah. And again, it's not like I need the numbers at this point. Cause I really just need the one or two champions. However, having numbers that never hurts. Yeah. So 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 that'll be the next thing, because because uh, like you said, the numbers are going to get me to other people quicker. Yeah. So so anyway, so yeah, so that's what's going on for next week, and they'll be going back to the drawing board and figuring out how to 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 implement the new the next phase of the strategy, I should say. Okay, so you can find me on uh, on the website comptotakesflight.com. You can find me on my personal website ac3.com, and uh, thanks guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Peace.